Before getting into today's episode, we'd like to thank Mac Performance PT for sponsoring the Walk-On Pod. For more on their services and contact information, click the link in our Instagram bio where you will be led to their website. Mac Performance PT, helping Sacramento athletes live life without limits. Thank you for tuning back into the Walk On Pod. Um, it's been a theme, you know. We got the Ki Hoops catalog uh, almost weekly at this point. Um, so who else better to send this intro to than Mr. Ki himself, Jared Waters? Go ahead, take it away, man. Yeah, we feel really blessed. Uh, based on test scores, uh, this is the highest level player of the uh, Ki <laughs> Um Our our very own Alec Andrews, Folsom's very own. Uh, you know. Al, there's a lot of things that we could say. Uh, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Um, Al is uh, played at Folsom High and uh, was an amazing player there and then moved on and played in college and, and did some great things in college, and now he's doing great things uh, beyond basketball. So, uh, Al, we're going to kind of leave it to you. You can kind of pick it up wherever you want to start your basketball journey or life journey and then uh don't take it too far back we don't want to hear the the b stories too much but um yeah so uh you you take it away we'll give you the floor like we normally do and then we'll kind of just go from there sure thing yeah um i guess we'll throw it back to to the high school days playing at Folsom um really competitive team playing with Jordan Ford kind of elevated all of us and we had a really deep squad especially with like the class above us, um, guys that went off and played D1 football, D1 basketball. So um, set up for success there. And I was fortunate enough to be kind of part of that group. Uh, we ended up playing in the state championship game my sophomore year, losing to St. John Bosco. Um, so we had won a section. We had won NorCal kind of riding a high. Like that was, you know, one probably one of the most fun seasons uh, you can have. We didn't win a state championship, but I mean, getting all the way there and getting to go play, you know, at the Kings Arena so many times was a lot of fun. And then everything kind of changed from my like basketball world, um, that off season going to AU and uh, I end up getting hit as I come down, shooting a three, hurt my knee, um, had like a partial tear on my PCL and some tibial plateau fractures or micro fractures. So didn't need surgery, luckily, but that kind of put uh, an end to my uh, summer playing between the sophomore and junior year, which was rough, but uh, I was able to get back by by the next season. So just working uh, to get back healthy. And then I got hit with the next kind of one-two punch. Uh, I got diagnosed with type one diabetes right around the time. Uh, you know, my knee was feeling better again. And so that was a huge uh, hit, you know, not only to like my life and like how I would have to operate uh, with, you know, eating and preparing for exercise. But, um, you know, I remember we were actively tr trying to gain weight. Uh, we had these weight groups and I had <laughs> gained like 10 pounds. I was like three pounds away from what I needed to be. And then we went on a vacation uh, for like a week. We got back. I'd lost like 12, 15 pounds in that week. And my first thought wasn't like, oh, I have a disability. It was like, oh no, I'm not going to make my weight <laughs> and my team's going to be upset at me. 
So um, that was a funny thing to think back to, but kind of weathered the storm with that, was able to play that full season, uh, had another incredible run um, in at the high school level and won another section championship, went into the open division, um, ended up running into a really good Bishop O'Dowd team uh, that, that ended that year and they were really solid. I don't think we had much of a chance against them and got to play our senior year without that class above us. Uh, I think we lost in the section championship. Um, we went on to the open division. Uh, and then I, I'm not sure if that was the year. No, I guess we won an open division game the year before, but we played sack high. I think the first round, uh, of the open NorCal playoffs and, wow. um, that was a wild game. That was for, a lot of game. Yeah. But, Maybe uh, the craziest high school game I've ever seen. Yeah, even I know about that game. Yeah. Uh, that was yeah, a, that was the year you guys lost to Modesto Christian in the section mm -hmm. and then got the five seed and Sakai had the four seed, so you had to play at Sakai. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a tough one, and Ford did everything he could, but we lost someone in OT. Um, so that kind of ended the high school career and had a few different options, like – throughout that time for for what I would be doing after high school but uh, I think my experiences through high school and um, where I was like as a basketball player it became pretty clear to me that I'd have better opportunities academically uh, especially with the schools that were talking to me so was prioritizing d3 schools which I guess uh, actually makes me a walk-on as well because they don't have uh, yeah, honorary. Yeah. Oh, so, let's go. We'll they didn't. They that. didn't. They didn't slide you one one meal in the four years there. You know, I can, I'm not allowed to to speak on that. Uh, <laughs> no, no. There's nothing, nothing going on. It was uh, all, you know, financial aid or, or merit if they offer it. And uh, I ended up being fortunate enough to get into uh, Caltech, which was super rigorous academically and once I got in there it was kind of a no-brainer it's kind of a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity um to to go there and I knew I'd play right away um just because of where I was coming out like the program I was coming out of from a high school level uh where the program was um for people that don't know Caltech basketball was historically bad I mean like ESPN segments about how bad they were uh and they slowly started creeping up uh making progress winning games uh they had a really good class um or, or team before i showed up and then a, a strong senior class when i got there so um it was there was definitely like upwards momentum and then um kind of the two classes above me players ended up fizzling out uh for different reasons and um by the time I was a sophomore, we had one senior and no juniors. Uh, so our team was just incredibly young. And we had a solid sophomore class, a solid freshman class, just not a lot of depth and not a lot of senior leadership or, you know, older guys, tougher guys. And um, that was a tough season. We won maybe five games that year. Um, and coming off like a fifth place finish, I think, or sixth place finish and conference the year before so uh after that junior season uh we were competitive for sure uh but we still like 
having an empty class on a college team and being D3, especially at Caltech, it's not a school where you get transfers. Um, having that empty class, like it really uh, is pronounced uh, in your depth in how you operate. So one good thing was the younger guys got to play together a lot. Um, so I got to play with uh, the guys in the classes below me in my class. We got a lot of run, even in that five win season that set us up for success down the road. And by my senior year, uh, we got some good freshmen in uh, at that point, And we had contributors from every class. It was the first time where I think we had four years of, uh, you know, legitimate contributors and playing real minutes. And um, we ended up finishing nine and seven in conference, which was the first like winning conference record at Caltech in like 50 years. Um, so it was a huge, and we, we ended it with a buzzer beater uh, against our, our rival. Uh, shout out to Marcus for hitting that shot. Um, awesome experience playing D3 basketball. Caltech was very hard <laughs> academically, which kind of made basketball take a backseat, um, especially like during the summers. Like between my junior and senior year, I was in New Jersey, uh, you know, one bedroom uh airbnb in some random basement uh interning you know for three months and i'm out there with my wife um so like it was it was very difficult uh at times to to get the work in it you know i was able to do when i was closer to home or working out with jared and um that's just kind of how things went like it became very clear i'm not playing professional basketball and playing basketball and then i'll and, enter a profession, um, ended up studying computer science and business and uh, graduating in 2020 and joined a startup after that. Um, during during the pandemic, so I was working remote at first, uh, eventually moved down to the Bay and lived down there uh, for maybe a year and a half. And uh, we ended up moving back to our hometown, back to Folsom uh, and recently switched jobs so now I'm working remote uh, at a company called Whatnot and software engineering. So that's kind of where it all led me. Uh, and it's kind of funny, kind of full circle to be back here. Um, I'm coaching now, assistant coaching for my old high school, my old high school coach, just to, to volunteer and kind of get back closer to the game. But um, wouldn't uh, don't regret any any piece of that or, or yeah. stop along the trip. So. Yeah, that was that was cool. Uh, cool trip down memory lane. I want to make sure because Luke talks about it all the time. Our guests, every time it's we ask humble, them to talk man. about, yeah, talk about themselves. Like it's crazy how no one ever really like gets on there. This is your time to get on your platform and shine and like. Like how we're gonna pump your tires. Yeah, like let them know how nice you were, bro. Yeah, like I and I will tell like. One like if not the highest, one of the highest basketball IQ, definitely the best passer I ever trained. And like, I, you can tell me if I'm wrong, Al. Correct me. Most wins in Caltech history, most steals, most assists, most of his assists in a season, most most uh, best win, most or most winning seasons or best season in history, right? It's it's the wins are tough. I I don't know. I. I know the class below me. Spencer and them have probably like kind of passed yeah. you on wins now. Yeah. yeah. 
and the, Marcus the below me. They they definitely beat me. In but the, steals, assists, steals. I was top ten. I don't know how high I was. I have all the assist records, game, season, career. Yeah. It was nice because I played with now the current points record uh, holder, which was Marcus. So, yeah, I'm very confident those assist records will stay a long time, just because I got Marcus to had a clip. Yeah. I got to play with the the best scorer in Caltech history for three years. So that overlap was was special. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I just, that and also in high school, like, yeah, you really were a really integral part and made that, made that engine go, man. Like, and you guys had a lot of other really good players and older players. And I feel like you played a huge role in all that. Um, So that stuff's, that stuff's really cool. And, I think uh, the other thing too is um, before you say, I, I think that it doesn't get talked about enough how hard it was for you to transition uh, with the diabetes. And like for people that don't understand, like like literally having to like make sure you drink enough like Gatorade, this right amount of Gatorade before the game starts or you literally can't start. Mm-hmm. Like if you check your blood sugar and it's too low, I remember there'd be games that happened in the beginning when like you were trying to figure it out. Like you'd be at high school games, it'd be like warming up, drink my drink and then check it. If it's too low, you'd have to sit and wait for the blood sugar to go up high enough to then check into the game. Yeah, it was definitely tough. Like that was like some of the toughest things I remember. And I remember the day when you found out that you, that you had it. I remember like your mom called me and stuff and, and all that so it's like yeah man you're just not giving yourself enough credit <laughs> not to mention we just give the kids a genius too like yeah we're not even, um, we, like perfect score on the child. act perfect yeah, score like, on the sat perfect score on the sat subject test let them know man let them know victorian that's what i'm nah, saying like all true except for the sat I struggled on that a bit but um <laughs> struggled <laughs> yeah. he your struggle points. and my struggle might be a little different brother <laughs> <laughs> Bro didn't carry the four and docked 50 points. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've thought about it um, just like reflecting because, yeah, basketball was – that was like my life. And like I know you guys were very similar, especially in those high school years of like this is what I do. And like that's how I self-identified. It was like I'm a basketball player. And I also work really hard, you know, uh, after after practice in, in, in AP classes. Uh, and that was just like – who I was but um yeah I mean I think I got a lot more playing time because of I knew where to be I knew the spots I had to be in uh and I was also like this carried into college like like Luke or Tommy you would have loved to play with me because I would have just gotten you the ball when you wanted it where you wanted it like I know like playing with Ford I know like we need to get him the ball like the guys in the NBA um and, and other people uh I think play with players of that caliber and try to match it uh whereas I'm like I'm just going to use it to my advantage and fill a role that no one's filling I don't have to be the guy scoring 30 points a game because he's already doing that if that makes sense so yeah no that's huge yeah. I think that's a big thing that we try to hit on and we talk about to a lot of people here is like being self-aware and like you know, identifying your, like who you are. And like, that's like such a walk on mentality and like not to take anything away from the other things that you're great at, but like most people can't do that. Like I'd say 90, 95% people aren't self-aware to do that. Mm-hmm. No, that's and, and 
and like we talk a lot about like what makes a successful college basketball player and I think you hit it right on the head and like you were talking about you had the honor of playing with the best scorer in Caltech history I'm sure he I don't know him at all and I'm sure he says the same thing I had the honor of playing with the best passer in Caltech history and so like knowing that you can step into that role and be that player to that caliber like that says a lot about what type of player you were coming up to get to that point if that makes sense for sure for sure and that's like a passing especially like I think court vision and game uh just like awareness uh even on like the little actions of I'm coming off this screen where am I looking like you're not looking at the first defender uh which which help guy are you watching like which rotation uh, are you looking for just being ready for that and then the skill part of can you execute that pass like yeah. some cross-court pass where you're you have to jump and throw it over your head like can you get that pass or is it going to land at their ankles and they're not going to get a shot off so um there's definitely like layers to it and it's stuff that a lot of people like especially at trainings do not work on a lot of training is with the ball in your hands to go score where a lot of the plays you make on a basketball court even if you score 20 points a lot of the plays you made were not to score you swung the ball you dribbled you you pushed the ball up court uh, whether by the pass or, or or pushing it um and that's stuff that I feel like I focused on more than others. Like I would go to the gym and be throwing passes at a spot on the, the cones. Way. I'd cones. be throwing. Yeah, you would set up the little cones. I'm chucking balls. Like, yeah, I, I would like, be like at the shooting range, but like with cones and a basketball. And B would set up <laughs> little the little tiny cones that look like rip cones. He'd set them up. I would have to hit them down the line, like he was at the little Papa shot at uh, the fair, and then B would run and set him back up. For people so, that don't know doing B, the NBA B, skills yeah, challenge. Yeah, for people that don't know, uh, B, big big B is a legend in the <laughs> nine five six three zero. His real name is Brian Andrews, but he's the freaking man. That's Big B. Shout out Big B. Yeah, for sure. Shout out Big B. He was uh definitely key. He taught me all the stuff that no one else was teaching you. So jump hooks and and cone passing <laughs> is bread and butter. That's what we made a living off of. So appreciate yeah, freaking big B. It worked. It worked. Um, Al, I did have another question to, about the Caltech stuff. Um, for people that don't really understand or maybe haven't got enough information, like obviously D3s don't offer any athletic scholarships. So everyone is paying their way or like you said, getting married or academic. But I think the the big difference that I saw, because I've had kids, I've trained a lot of kids that play D3. But I think the big difference I saw when you're at a place like Caltech, which is so prestigious and such like a academic driven school, like the kids don't go there because it's basketball they go there to play basketball but really they're there for the other stuff like explain the process of getting the internships in the summertime because that was like mm -hmm. super super competitive yeah like and, and like just maybe speak on that a little bit because i feel like that's like people don't understand like hey like i have to go to practice but then i also have to prep this interview for google to make sure that <laughs> I can get an internship six months from now so that hopefully three years from now I get a job. Yeah, no, it's, it's a pretty wild thing. And coming into college, I didn't know much about it. Um, and then you have people at Caltech, these, a lot of these students, they're so advanced. Um, 
and it's nice because you get to learn from these people but um, you know there's people doing internships after their freshman year where like me as a computer science major I just that was like the first time I took a coding class was my freshman year I've never been exposed to this before in my life so I'm nowhere near being able to contribute at an actual company um, so after my freshman year I was doing stuff more close to home uh, not as like legitimate of internships I'd say more like IT work I guess um, and then after that after my sophomore year um, I think I had some more like tangible or practical skills that could be offered uh, and yeah it's a pretty pretty wild uh, setup at least from I know from the CS side when you're going for software engineering roles like these interviews are very difficult um, they follow this like the questions that they ask follow these like data structures and algorithms that are very well known and taught uh, in a lot of the classes that you take in college, but aren't necessarily used on a day to day. So it's more of uh, your exposure to them and your conceptual understanding of how these work underneath. Um, and oftentimes you'll have to do multiple interviews where you're like writing code on a whiteboard, uh, basically, and uh, they're poking holes in your solution, uh, coming up with different edge cases of like, well, what if the input is an empty list? And you're like, well, my program explodes. So uh, different things like that. And yeah, it's really tough. Like, you know, I think if I was playing basketball at a school where that wasn't on my mind and basketball was my, you know, priority, I wouldn't be worried about that. Like the summers would be times where I'm just trying to get better, like physically and skill wise, but uh, it really became competitive, like earlier in the early in the year, you have all these students, you know, you have Google, you have Facebook coming onto the campus to do interviews. Uh, and, you know, you, you want to be as ready as you can for those, but you also have practice, you also might have a game. So like the trade-offs there, when you have a Google interview, but you play a D3 basketball game, like you just end up studying for the interview uh, naturally, I think. Um, and, and like you said, a lot of people don't go there to play basketball. And a lot of that is like uh, the recruiting process. Like they aren't able to get athletes in. Uh, like a lot of schools can uh, just kind of get the people that they want on the athletic teams through admissions or at least help them. It's really tough, uh, I think, to, to help people through. And we've had classes where they recruited like 30 plus players uh, high schoolers and none got in and it's just an empty class and there's nothing you can do about it really uh, and you're not going to get any transfers you know to fill those gaps so um, definitely a really interesting place to be and academics were definitely the focus so it was when I got there my biggest thing was hey we're already here we're already going to come to the gym in the off season we're all going to show up at the gym let's actually get better. Like, let's actually go really hard. I think when I first got there, it was a lot of lack of discipline, uh, especially in our practices. And um, a lot of people just didn't really care. Uh, and there was no reason for them to care. They could quit at any moment and they wouldn't miss it. They would actually be happy to get 25, 30 hours of their week back uh, so they could maybe sleep or, or get their homework done or go to class rather than watch the video of the lecture on two times speed while they're making dinner. Like, um, so we kind of, and there was a lot of back and forth um, with that. And I became a captain by my sophomore year and uh, 
I think we started instilling this uh, like discipline, which probably comes from Folsom and how kind of things operated there. And slowly, I think year after year of just more players that were legit hoopers, um, you know, buying in. And, and even if we have, you know, even if you went to bed at 3 a.m. and, you know, we have a 9 a.m. walkthrough, like focusing for that hour, uh, it means a lot because it's really easy to just check out, I think, when the when the thing, the stakes aren't that high. I remember the first time I came down there, I had to jump into practice. You guys didn't have <laughs> enough people. No yeah. way. Yeah, that sounds like a violation, bro. I'm not going to lie. That can't I mean, be legal, bro. No, I literally, like, like I walked in. Well, I was, it was my first time down there uh, other than, like, yeah, then the one time we went and checked it out for before he chose to go there. And I walk in, I say what's up to coach. And I was like, we're just, me and Al are kind of just working out, actually. We were working on the side hoop, doing some shooting stuff and warming up. And then, like, 15 minutes into practice, the head coach, Doc, comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, like, you think you think you could lace up and jump in? We, we need an extra body. And I was literally in there running sets and running defensive rotations. I was like, man, this feels good. This is when I was Bro, still, like, what? you know, moving a little I bit. I never heard this. How are yeah. you doing, by the way? Like, were you yeah. playing well? Like, Actually, no, you don't answer that. Al, how was he doing? Alec, if you remember? Yeah. Al probably doesn't remember. No, no, I think Jared, even in his older state, could do very well at the D3 level. <laughs> Yeah, I had so, my man Michael Wee was out there trying to check me. <laughs> See, the fact that you remember the exact like I was cooking him. If Jared's like running a set and just like breaks off and takes a crazy shot, <laughs> everyone's probably what what the hell is this? No, guy it was it definitely was <laughs> no you hey you know this is still I was this was uh, I guess still, you, I mean I was still I, I was still in it, but this is yeah. when I was definitely in retirement mode where like like Luke and Tom can attest to it and Al a little bit, but like retirement mode means I'm lighting people up. I'm setting screens and I'm slipping. That's yeah. that so sick. Actually. I'm trying to, yeah, it's a, uh, yeah. So no, I remember that that was, and it wasn't anything where it was like, nobody got hurt. There wasn't any, it was just like, oh, we don't have we enough had, guys to, we don't have enough guys to play. We, had <laughs> we need so much. Literally can't be legal. Yeah. We couldn't go fives a lot of the time that sophomore year. Uh, which yeah. was tough. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, that was, that was a crazy time. But I also think the other thing, too, um, Al, just like looking at it from an outside perspective, the, like you said, you had some real hoopers coming up. I feel like with all those other things and all that other pressure, I feel mm-hmm. like that's why you guys did well. Like it sounds corny, but like you guys really, like, you know, cream rose to the top right it's like we have all these things that distract us and it's easy to check out but like the dudes that really loved hoop like really just stuck it out and then you guys end up being successful Mm -hmm. because like as many distractions and other things and like like not say i guess more important things from the grand scheme of like being at caltech like an interview with google is way more important than beating laverne right Mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of things but like you had enough real hoopers and guys that love the game and had the passion that like they could just do both yeah and i think that's why you guys are so success so successful and why it will be hard to replicate that like again because i think you it's just you don't find people like that very often yeah and to have like i said by my senior year four consecutive classes you know of legitimate people that probably could have played at a higher level um but we're, you know, academic focused and 
wanted to win you know that buy-in was huge and we ended up having you know a lot of guys that could actually compete and have a good team at, you know at the d3 level so yeah it was fortunate i think another thing too like and we've talked about this before also but like you talk about you know you were a captain at by your sophomore year and you brought kind of the discipline that you knew growing up and everything but i think like we've talked about it it's hard to win games like let alone like have winning seasons and all this it's hard to win games in college at any level i don't care. all of us can sit here and say the same thing but you and like i'm gonna throw it back even further i met al when i was in fourth grade and he was on the fifth grade force team from the moment i've met al like he was on winning teams his whole life and you can tell me if i'm wrong but i, I remember losing to you as a sixth grader when you were on the sutter middle school team like yeah these like winning was something that you just knew so i feel like it was going to be inevitable. Like you talk about the discipline and stuff, but I think it's more just like you knew how to win no matter what it was. So I don't know if, you know, that translates all the time, but I think it's more kind of just the yearning to want to win more than like, okay, this is what I know we're supposed to be doing. It's more Mm -hmm. just in the product. Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. Uh, It was kind of a, it's a culture shock. When I got to Caltech, we lost our first eight games. Um, and I went home for, for Christmas break and I was not happy. Um, and I went to, I got to go watch at Vista. I went to Vista, got to watch Folsom. I think they played Vista and, uh, Ford was there. I remember telling him that we were 0 and 8 and he's at, you know, St. Mary's doing well. And he just couldn't believe it. He was like, how do you not win a game? And I was like, I don't know. And we were very close (laughs) to a lot of these games, but I don't um, think you lost eight more, much more than eight games in your entire high school career. I think I was around eight. Uh, yeah. My varsity time. Um, yeah. My sophomore year, I. You guys only, went thirty-four and two, right? I think that year. Three losses on the year, but two of them I was I didn't play, so I wasn't counting those on my resume. Al, we lost. Yeah, so that's where I was. But I think, like, kind of what we had talked about previously, like the willingness to do. Uh, things that others like don't want to do um, I didn't need to shoot 10 threes a game to feel like I was a contributor I didn't need to score 20 points to feel like I was the man like I was going to try to do what gave us the best chance to win at every time down the court and as time progressed and as I started playing with really good scores and actually that ended up being hey I'm going to try to find these guys with the ball as much as I can and um just just make plays I guess make winning plays consistently and eventually through the years I mean we had that first season we start 0 and 8 then we have five wins the next season uh we we started figuring out learning how to win you know I think it's a process especially when you're changing the culture or the identity of of a college team so you have to take your lumps sometimes and you're going to get a, how do you protect a 15 point lead? You know, you can't just stop playing basketball and start trying to run the clock out. Like there's still a shot clock and you still have to play. And there were plenty of moments where we, you know, blew leads or blew leads late. And by our senior year was like, if we're up three and there's a minute left, like this game's over, you know, we had that confidence because we were, we had learned how to do it. We had done it. We had seen it. Um, And, and then, then we believed it. Right. Yeah. That resonates, believe me. That resonates. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a big deal. Um, 
Al, now that you're in the coaching realm, uh, what's, what's like the number one thing that you took from your college years? Let's just focus on your college years. The, the number one thing you've taken from your college years that you're trying to instill in this new generation TikTok IG hoop life that we all have to suffer sadly, me especially more than others. Yeah, it's it's been wild to be on the other side of it. Um, I'd say the biggest thing that I've seen is like kids don't really understand the game. Uh, they they understand having the ball and trying to go score, but they don't understand how the game is played and. I think that was something, you know, I had a decent pulse on in high school. And then, you know, go. I remember going into college and playing pickup. We had a good senior class. This one of the seniors, uh, our captain, Ricky, I remember playing pickup against him. And I'm just getting hit on back screens just repeatedly. And eventually we start switching them. And now he's posting me up immediately. And I'm just like, dude, chill out. Like, it's not that serious. <laughs> uh, and he's just literally busting my ass like i remember the early times i, I eventually start hacking them as i am <laughs> to do uh when i'm getting my so um he, that was like a wake-up call for me of like you know if my guy doesn't have the ball like, the game's still going on or like <laughs> ricky wants the ball he's gonna go set a screen to get the ball and like figuring that out and moving off the ball or setting screens for guys to get yourself open at the high school level now, I just don't see players understanding that as much. It's very rare to see guys uh, moving off the basketball efficiently, creating lanes. I'm sure, you know, I've watched a fair amount of Luke play. This is something that I feel like he does well. Like, you have to create an angle for someone to pass you the ball. Just because you're open does not mean you will get the ball. Uh, so, like, moving to the right spots and understanding that uh, is is – not something I see very often on the court. It's a lot of uh, take the ball and dribble. And if I run into three guys, let's hope I get fouled. Uh, but if not, I'll go score a layup. So um, I'm hoping to get them to be a little bit more unselfish, realize that uh, cutting off the ball actually will increase their chances of scoring. So Sounds like we got to pull up the Alec Andrews highlights. Like, oh man, mm -hmm. those were. I have them. I have them. I, they're right here. I, I know exactly where they are. I bro, believe me. I know exactly where they are. I have them. Oh um, man. So look, man. Um, uh, like this is cool. Yes. All the serious yes, stuff, yes, 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 yes. I got two. Come on, man. I got two parts. Yeah. I got two parts of this. So, so Al. Um, obviously, you and Jared. I'm gonna put my relationship back. There. Great relationship. Oh. First, the first part of this question. Because mm -hmm. I'm surprised it hasn't been mentioned. <clears throat> and if it's not supposed to be mentioned, I will edit it out. But Tuck team. Oh, man. Ugh, talk about it, Al. Man. Tuck team. Let's talk. Let's talk. So you have, to, you have to think about where we were in 2013, 2014. Yeah. You've got the shift teams of the world. You've got the drift teams, the blend teams. These are really crafty basketball players. Um, for anyone that's watched me play on the court, it's not it's not flashy. Um, there's not a lot of drifting or shifting going on. Um, <laughs> and honestly, I feel like this is something. I don't know if you guys. <laughs> I don't have this because maybe this is something weird with me. 
Um, I remember I talked, my wife played high school basketball. And I remember I would have conversations where she was like doing her makeup before the game. And I'm like, why do you do that? I think you're just going to sweat. And she's like, well, if you score on a girl and you're prettier than her, it like hurts more for them. <laughs> Shout out Tori, man. That's awesome. Yeah, awesome. We're clipping that. She's like, everyone does this. She's like, everyone knows this. Like, if you get scored on a girl and she has nice lashes, like, that's a double whammy. I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> so I took it, like, differently, the kind of the opposite aspect. And I was like, if I score on a guy and I look like a dork, <laughs> that's a double whammy. Because they're like, we just gave a bucket up to him. Uh, there was a time in college uh, where I got popped right above my eye with an elbow. And I had stitches and, you know, me, tough guy, I'm going to play. Uh, so next game, they're like, we got to protect these stitches. So they put like a pad over the the injury with like the old like NBA headband. But I also had some funkiness going on with my hair. So I had like the soccer headband, like pulling my hair back too. So I had like both of these like double. Can we get the picture of this, please. Yeah, I was gonna say there has to be a picture of this. There's a picture somewhere, but it's not a good look. But I, <laughs> when you look that ugly, legitimately, you play with so much freedom. You just <laughs> not care. Yeah, that's I mean, such a good point. What can someone tell you when you're like, dude, I did this to myself? Like I saw myself in the mirror pregame. What can you tell me? It's it hurts <laughs> differently if you're like oh, I look good. I like these shoes. And then they're like, yo, those shoes are whack. Like that hurts. But if you wear whack shoes and you know it and they say it, you're like, I know it's a different mind game. <laughs> so that's kind of where Tuck Team came out of. It's being extra corny, extra dorky, and just not caring. Because that not caring aspect is what gets this good. Yeah. So I wore short us, socks. I wore we short get, socks. We get buckets with class. That was the tagline. We yeah, get buckets so, with class. So the tuck has to do with the tuck in the jersey. Like, tuck in the jersey. Like, we stay tucked. Times. Good crease. Yeah. T-shirt while you're working out. I don't care. It could be your sweatshirt at school. <laughs> it better be under the belt loop is all I'm saying. Like, we need it. The waistline's got to be showing. Hold on. I ha- I'm sorry. I have to do this. Al, are you a short socks guy too or no? You know, short no, socks. No, Al had the soccer socks. Yeah, I was oh, gonna that's say, a I good, remember that's that. a good one too. I went the other direction because okay. of the soft tan or just extra whiteness. I don't really tan, just more pale. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, that's a really good look because, yeah, getting bucketed with a guy with ankle socks, you're just like, wow. I, See, Al, I was on that wave. Year. I was on that wave my senior year. I wore straight ankle socks because I knew it was going to piss people off when I was giving them buckets and ankle socks. Exactly. You know okay. how this goes. You were a okay. great tuck team candidate. You should have this, this, this uh, was yeah, Al's, I was Al's senior night. I tucked in my <laughs> quarter zip. zip? Oh, That's a course. <laughs> That's class. That's class. Uh, we have a – never mind. He just watched <laughs> That's class. Um, now, so the next part of my question, uh, ah, like this, this I, I think that was a good intro to like. Obviously, you and Jared have a really good relationship, and it's mm-hmm. and I've been around you two, can't even like for years, for years, honestly. And it's always funny to be around you two. So I want yes. to ask everybody this: I want your best Jared story that you got. Oh, uh, easy. Oh my Let's god! Go. I know where he's, Let's go. I know where he's but going. I also kind of want Jared's favorite Al story because I've heard so oh. I've heard funny ones on both sides. So like, <laughs> yo, so 
Jared lived with my family for a period um, and we got to hang out. We worked out religiously, even when I didn't want to go. Uh, he would drag me to the gym. So then I would force him to play FIFA with me because I had no one to play with. My sister was not about to hop on the sticks. Um, and we were pretty comparable skill level. Like, I had, think I had an edge. But no, Al had definitely good. had an edge. I'll clear the air. Al was definitely good and better. But what ended up happening was some of just the craziest FIFA cheese you can imagine. I can admit Jeez. this. I was the beneficiary of a lot of these scenarios. But, I mean, guys would just flip three times and, like, the back of their head would just hit the ball and roll in the goal. And we'd go to instant replay, and Jared would just get so frustrated at these instances. It happened every game, at least once. Yeah. It was like it was happening on purpose. (laughs) It eventually got to a point where he just like couldn't take it. I forget what had happened. I know what pissed him off the most is I would try to rationalize it and just be like, dude, I got the, I got time of possession. Like it's more chance for some craziness to happen to help me. (laughs) Shots on goal. And he's just like, dude, shut up. I don't want you to rationally explain to me why this guy just 360 like flew in the air and somehow my his goalie is like on the other side of the field for no reason it was uh, some bad shit fifa 14 really like that really made me question my life a lot of times i don't know what the goal was but something happened oh no some cheddar and he (laughs) i think he threw the (laughs) controller down which is i'll say i know you guys talked about your pet peeves i think on the last episode throwing the controller is a wild move because you're not <laughs> going to need it to play again. And you're yeah. just going to break it. But he throws the controller down. I think like the L2 button just like pops off. And he grabs his phone and like chucks it at the carpet. So he's thinking with his brain. He's like, oh, I'll throw it at the carpet. Don't want to break it on the tile. But he threw it so hard. It bounced off the carpet like a trampoline. This thing went like hit the ceiling and then slammed down on the tile. Just shattered. I, I do the good guy thing, hit pause on the game, realize his controller's busted. He walks over, grabs his phone, just nothing. You, you got no pixels, man. There's nothing here. And he's just like, well, I got to go get my phone fixed. And we didn't, play, we didn't play for a while after that one. He was, oh, I think at least a hundred bucks. Controller. this is about yeah this oh uh, yeah i bought a new controller yeah because we couldn't didn't have a sprint button anymore yeah, that was it he was walking around after that and it was more frustrating to play oh my god uh yeah that's Jared, good, Jared, Jared. that's a great that's a great story dude that, yeah, that yeah i remember that it was vicious oh man because what would happen? What would really happen? The short version is, I, I was better. I can I can admit it. I was better than I was at the game. But I'd be playing really well, and I would be up like two to one, or I'd be up like three to two, and I'd be like, oh, my, "This is gonna be it. I'm gonna get another win. I'm gonna get another win." And then the flukiest stuff would happen, and like with 15 minutes left, or seven, or extra time. And they go into, and then he'd score a goal in extra time. Then we'd go to overtime, and then I would lose because I was mentally incapable of playing. Still, <laughs> I would just, yeah, it was. Oh man, those were some rough days. 
That was a funny man. Al was a good sport to put up with me, though. Al was a good sport. I was. I, no I, my options, I mean, yeah, you live yeah. with him, so it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, I knew that was gonna go there. That's why I didn't want that to happen. That was but great, I'm glad yeah. I did that. Man, that That's really good, dude. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. No, that was. That Some was things never one. change, Jared. Yeah. Some things. All right, yeah, folks, my, we'll, my, uh... I have one favorite. My favorite Al story is that yeah, Al was ahead. so smart. And this, oh, I'm going to make this. Al was so smart that the fact that not statist- statistically and scientifically making every single jump shot was, re- was, was not reasonable, his brain would have a glitch. And, like, he would, like, get to a point where, like, he would stop shooting and he would stand in front of the wall and he would shoot the ball straight up off the ceiling at 24 hour fitness. And then what ended up happening is that he would go to practice because wall would tell me this and he would get so mad at him and Brian would get mad. This guy while wall would be like, cause the practices, there's a lot of talking at the Folsom practices. I would be sitting on the sideline form shooting straight up in the air and he was <laughs> snapping his wrist so hard he actually got assist on his on his wrist from shot forming too much, and he had to get it removed. No, I, didn't have a, I had tendonitis. I didn't have assist. I don't know what he's saying. I, I gave myself wrist tendonitis for sure, and the worst one was I gave myself blood blisters on my fingers from snapping through the ball, like too hard, incredibly hard. Yeah, elbow <laughs> problems, all that. I remember being at a tournament, and I was asking. I think Josiah was there and like one of our coaches. I was like, yo, does it hurt? Like when you shoot the ball and they just like grab the ball, like, no, it feels normal. I'm like, yo, this hurts. But I put that on myself. So, yeah. so now and, we get why he didn't want to shoot. That's why he's a passer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It hurts. To yeah. Shoot the ball. It, hurts. it hurts too much. Side note, side note, before we move on, we're going to start in five. Al's wife, Tori. Tori was an amazing Cooper. She got buckets. She was nice. I used to train Tori too, and she was nice. Yeah, I mean, do you know what it feels like to like come home from college and play your girlfriend and horse, and she just like smokes you? Like it's she's not even playing. She hasn't touched a ball in over a year, and you're just like, let's play. I just had practice three days ago. <laughs> just that, like, it's so frustrating to be working at something and being like not where you want to be and then someone just picks up a ball and is like hey this is easy uh, so that was always tough but yeah she would smoke me and horse any day That's... yeah she was nice tor was nice yeah. there we go all right now fellas starting five let's get into it let's get mm. into it so um you know there was a good amount of you know tech talk and in all this uh so we have starting five apps slash websites slash technology jared is what you're or tech companies like tech yeah, companies. Was, yeah. There we go. so so basically you know just an all-encompassing technology starting five here centered around the phone that jared threw off the floor um now uh we had some some pre-game chat with with al about how we wanted to do this are we still locked in on the snake draft al I think it's most fair. I mean, yeah, there's some some big hitters in here. And yeah, I don't want to, to snatch those. Can I out. get the stats from last week? Yeah, I can pull them up real quick. Uh, Instead of me saying that I won, can I just get the stats? There's winners. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
There's a vote. Gee, Come on, oh, man. He's telling on himself. He's telling on himself. The Tommy Army, really, most weeks. The faithful. Oh. Here he okay. goes. Nah, it's the faithful, man. It's the faithful. All right, let's Jared see. Jared talking out of his ass out just because he always loses to me because his lists are trash. All right, so speaking of getting beat by your girlfriend, Kaylin won. Um, oh, what in the? Kaylin yeah, won. So there's um, had two some, Guy Fieri shows. There's actually on. some rumors. There's some rumors going around about that. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, I told you, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't want to. I don't want to put her business out there. But let's just say she has access to multiple accounts, and they all voted. Uh, I'll just put it that way. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> it's a heady play out of her. She, how many did she win? How many did she win by? She she barely won. She squeaked by. Yeah. She, oh man, I call tampering. So who's the real uh, winner? I mean, well, uh, it was me. I, I don't think I came I, in yeah, second. I, was, I knew I was going to came in last. One, so, you yeah, came in last I for the I TV shows. I yeah, yeah. And then I won the walk on. So, I mean, you know, it's just overcoming adversity at its finest. Yeah, it's but, fine. Um, but Al can go first because Al was the guest. So, Al, you can go first. You can throw us your point guard. Give us a good reason why he's your point guard. And then we'll go from there. Why'd you say he? Because. Yep. Oh, she. Sorry. Yeah, it could be. Don't anything. start the pronoun conversation. All right. You don't want to get me on a soapbox. You don't know which app. You don't know what Jackson This has nothing to do with pronouns, Jared. It's an app. Yeah, man. So we app. have to start with PG? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. we probably should. We probably should. Okay. You are a PG. Yeah, no, that's really fair. Um, I'm going to go for – I'm going to go for a do-it-all guy. I'm going to go See, for – This one is a guy. I know that. <laughs> I'm drafting him. but But we're going with YouTube here. Um, oh, entertainment. Yeah, uh, I mean, the amount of content that YouTube's pumping out on a day like you just have it at your fingertips, you just pull up a video from 15 years ago of Jared Waters playing, uh, you know, D2 basketball and pro hopping by, by a six seven post. Like, the ability to do that with awesome, yeah, that's that's pretty incredible. So, yeah, it's we'll take YouTube and we're happy about it. It's a big time first pick. All, All right. right. Uh, uh, do you want to go second, man? You can pick out who you want to you go second. You can pick the order. I, Jared, need, Jared needs this second pick. We'll go with Tommy third. And since Luke seems to have been killing these starting fives, I'll give him the, the turnaround there. There we go. Right. I'll take it. All right. So at my point guard, uh, you know, we talk about this a lot. My point guard needs to be the leader of my team. He needs to be able to really, like, take us to where we want to go. Where do we want to go? We want to go to the championship. We want to win a title. Okay. Anytime I'm going anywhere, my destination, that's my championship. So at point guard, give me the maps app. Because because you guys are very, very young. And before there was iPhones and maps, apps, Google Ways, all that stuff, you had to go on a computer, dial up, go to mapquest.com, type in your starting point, type in your destination. Print it out and then put it in your front seat. Now, heaven forbid you miss a turn because you will not end up where you're supposed to go <laughs> and you'll have no idea where you messed up. You, that's a good, that's a good explanation, dude. Sure, you know, like, do you remember the Chico tournament the Folsom Force used to visit? Oh, all the time. I, I remember the map quest for the Chico tournament vividly. <laughs> I was sitting there. I was the map quest guy. You I remember guy. that. Yeah, that's that was good, good man. Were you that's say awesome. That? I need a distinction. Are you going Apple Maps? So I'm an I'm an Google. Apple Maps guy. Yeah. I don't love yeah. it, but 
like Google Maps, I just haven't committed to yet. Ways, I don't care about ways other than they have Cookie Monster as the voice. That's hilarious. Okay, fair. Didn't didn't know that, but that's a good piece. You did your yeah, research. They do. You looked into your players this week, time. Yeah, that's right. All right, James. Yeah, moving on. Um, you know, looking at our draft board here, there's a couple guys that strike my eye, but I've got the mechanical pencil. <laughs> what? There's, the t- <laughs> there's one in particular, fellas, that that I want on my roster, my point guard, due to the creativity behind this app, this website. Um, recently just made a change for the worse, and it's unfortunate that that happened. But we're gonna take the old version of it. Give me Twitter. Yeah, uh, I think it's the best version of social media. Funny, funny hilarious app. Hilarious. It's got all you need on there. Give me Twitter at the one. I, I'm never going to call it X. Can I just say that now? Yeah, like, I'm never, ever going to call it that. I'm going to call it Twitter. Yeah, it's Twitter. Give me Twitter at the one. Are they tweets still? Because like I call them tweets, but do, are you supposed to call them Xs? Or I something? don't know. I don't know. That's a know, great honestly. question. Maybe you should hit Elon. Yeah. I'll see if I know a guy, but that's a good pick. <laughs> Avoided them due to the crossover. I didn't want that kind of negativity, but that's a great pick. Thank you. Thank you. Looking like a real GM over there. All right, my point guard. You know, we talked a lot about being a point guard on our team, and, and like Jared said, your point guard is going to lead you to your destination. My point guard, their motor is going to be what drives my team. Whatever mood, whatever energy, whatever – persona my point guard brings is what I expect my team to follow. And every morning, you know, when I wake up and I want to see what type of day it's going to be, I check the weather app. So give me the weather app. Wow. Weather that's app. my point guard. <laughs> no, that's, that's, consistent. that's a that's consistent good. guy. That's an everyday that's, guy right there. It's a guy you you can count on every day to give me what I need to know. Yeah, that's you want coming guys from that... a guy that spends 75% of his day inside at a gym. Yeah, yeah but, but you, want guys, you want guys that know. do their job. You want guys that do their job and the weather app's going to do it. And they know their job, more importantly. So, so give me the weather that'd, that'd app. That'd be a good walk-on, I feel like. We'll get there. My sh- <laughs> my shooting guard. And so, like, you know, it's a thing. My shooting guard is a score. And let me tell you, my shooting guard is a gamer. This is my game selection. I, I, I put one game in here. Um, You want to talk about a game that has longevity, uh, a game that has stuck around for years, has withstood every update it possibly could, and it's still here. Give me Clash of Clans at the shooting guard. Man, that's it's, such a good pick. I, it's it, you want to talk he was dominance. high on my draft board, man. I, I'm see. This is why my draft position. I'm glad he, you know, Al gave me this spot because <laughs> I knew he was going to be a highly coveted scorer, and we need him. I, I, I need like that barbarian. Man, good times, good times, man. But back to you, James. Back to you. Um. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've got him. Let me lock back in here. Am I too? You know, we're gonna need a knockdown shooter. Um. Al talked about playing with great scores, great shooters. This is a this is an app that it's simply going to knock down the shot when it's required to knock down the shot, and that's why I've got Cash App at the two. Ooh, um, I like that. That's a good one. Wow. You know, we could go, go. With, we could go with Venmo here, but Venmo doesn't have the name behind mm-hmm. it. Okay, that's why Venmo got cut. Uh, Cash App at the two. Cash App's going to knock down everything I need, and and quite frankly, it's going to be a guy we can rely on. Yeah, I like that. Well said. Well said. Uh, <clears throat> shooting guard in similar fashion, uh, Tom. You know, I need someone that can score. I need a real hitter on my squad, and all this app does is supply hits. No, don't hit after hit after hit. And you know what? 
as I'm going to my destination, what do I need? Oh, I need no. a soundtrack. I need some music, man. And the reality is, is that music is the soundtrack of life. So at my shooting guard, give me Spotify. Oh, I got sniped so hard. Yeah, I mean, I, I did <laughs> so just Spotify at the two. I got back up so over hard. here. <laughs> That's a great pick. I mean, a volume score, like just yeah. <laughs> hours. You can in the background too. Like they're moving off the ball, which is crazy because you're doing other stuff and they're still producing. Wow. I didn't see that coming from Jared, but his scouting department clearly had this class well <laughs> <laughs> researched. Um all right, uh, well, we're we're gonna match it. We need someone with a lot of output here. Um need someone who gets it done, gets it done fast gets it done consistently you know we i want a volume score basically i want someone who's churning out points i can't uh i, I can't have any dry spells so we're gonna go with amazon here um yeah wow great pick so you're going a different direction there for a second insane delivery you just there's no other company that can do what they do if you think about it you know prime special a prime yeah. delivery is something different. It's a special talent for sure we'll go with them at the two um at the three here it's tough you want someone to uh play their role at my three i want someone who's really going to defend um knock down shots when they have to that makes sense so they're not going to be uh necessarily a go-to guy um ah we're gonna do it we're gonna do it we're gonna go to the notes app we're gonna wow, go. Wow, what a great pick. Oh, what a play. Man. God, man, I'm, using, I'm using notes consistently. I mean, yeah. you just using need to write something right now. down. That's my fate, man. My notes, yeah. my notes app is like high level. That's like so much data. Whew. It's I, I liken it to the uh vanilla flavor of ice cream where I wouldn't can, do that. I'm <laughs> just saying I'm a big fan of the vanilla bean and but um, dairy free ice cream though for you right now. Correct. We will put that in there, but yeah, that, they're gonna they're gonna do their job at the three. I think it's a good pick, man. It's a really good pick. I'm liking the roster you're building. Yeah. Uh, small forward. Uh, I need utility. Uh, I need someone that is going to you know play different roles in different games and different matchups, different playoff series. Because uh, all we're again we're trying to get to the championship. That's my destination. The maps are gonna take me there. Spotify is going to make it sound good. And this app is going to give me a little variation if I need to like pivot. So at the small forward, give me ESPN app. Mm -hmm. Gives me all the sports okay. knowledge and utility I need. Okay. I like that. I like well that. Well said. Good pick. Yeah. Um, approaching our, uh, my three here. Uh, we want to, we want a young star. And th th this guy's this guy's built some longevity, but there was a time, there was a time when he was up and coming, and and people didn't know if he was going to make it out, because it lived in the shadow of another app. Um, that app got selected already, and and that's why we're going with the protege of Clash of Clans. We're going with Clash Royale at the three. Wow. Clash Royale, Clash Royale is an app that, you know, people might have thought it wouldn't have succeeded because of how good Clash of Clans was. But lo and behold, here we are in 2023, and I'm still on that app. I'm still grinding my trophies. Uh, Clash Royale, you know, never good, played. good, never reliable played. I, guy. I, I Jared, that one. Jared, you would like it. Jared, I was a like Boom it. Beach guy. 
Yeah, Boom Beach. Boom Beach doesn't doesn't. Yeah, quite... Boom Beach definitely fizzled out. I can admit. Yeah, that. it doesn't produce I... what Clash Royale produces. I feel like Jared was a Bloom's Tower Defense type of. He guy. was definitely a BTD five. I don't know what that is. Actually, <laughs> that surprises uh, that's, me. I still play tragic. Solitaire though. Words. That's that's good, man. That's good. Um, my small forward. Um, one thing about my team is I feel like they're all students of the game. Uh, and my small forward leads that charge. This is something. This is a very personal pick of mine. Um, this is this is one that I don't know if it's gonna resonate with the public as much. But people who know, they know. If you're one of them, once you get it. I got synergy at the three. Synergy is mm. where I I find myself wasting a lot of That's time. That's a good pick. Watching film. Um, Checking for those stats. Who, yeah, just doing doing all the dirty work. That, yeah, checking stats. Very relevant right now. Um, But, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of information in there. When you really dive into, like, I, I'm a numbers guy. And you can dive into every little statistic that you can find in the game of basketball on the Synergy app or on the website, whichever way you want to view it. And it's entertaining to me. Um, And like I said, I want my team to be students of the game. And this is how they do it, through the Synergy app. Um, Now... My four, um, my four is dominance. My four, um, it stepped out on the scene as someone that was entering a territory that you thought uh, there was already a front runner. You already thought there was a thoroughbred in their in their department. Um, but you want to talk about something that changed the world? We're talking about Uber. We're talking about Uber here because the taxi service is Dominant. just not the same anymore. You t- people yeah. don't people don't call a cab anymore. You get an Uber, and that's it's a term. It's not even an app anymore. It's the term call an Uber. Dominant you might not pick. even use the Uber app. You're gonna say call an Uber. Um, I have to have them on my squad. I have to. So give me Uber at the four. I have I like a grind my gears on that, but I'll save it for a different time. Why? It's a verb too. Like it's a noun and a verb. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm Ubering. I'm Ubering too. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's, no, I, I'm not. I that's why I wanted to. They came to tryouts, but they have some um, underlying like legal issues that's making it tough for me to sign them to a full long term deal. So for rules is what I'm. It's hearing. unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunate. Um, you know, my four, my four to guy, the guy that we might have forgotten about. Um. And, and that's, and that's unfortunate to me, you know, I know this won't be relevant to Jared, but I hope this resonates with, with Luke and Alec here. Ageism. Um, age for sure. Un- unfortunately, Jared, you weren't, you weren't young when this was popping. Um, I've got to give it out to the late, great club penguin, you know, rest in peace to club penguin. Give me club penguin.com. Club penguin.com. Club penguin.com. Actually, what is can you explain that to me what it is so so jerry let me let me walk you through what club penguin was are you familiar with the sims yes okay so club penguin i guess the sims might have been a bad bad comparison yeah let's let's forget about the sims comparison throw away the sims club penguin was it was a it was a website where you could essentially use a penguin as your online alias okay jared and it it had a it had a whole map you could explore. It had things for you to do. It had it had clubs you could party in, pizzas you could you you could make pizzas in, pizzerias you could make pizzas in. I mean, it, it had it all. You had the the pets, the puffles. I know you guys remember the puffles if you played Club Penguin. Now you guys haven't said anything. Were you guys not on Club Penguin? I'm getting a little was, nervous here. I wasn't on it. I'll be. Honest. I was not a big Club Penguiner. I do Man. know its impact. I Oof. knew. No, I do know that its impact was huge. I just wasn't on the wave. Now, Jared, I think the best way to describe it. Um, you remember in the office when Dwight is playing Second Life? That's kind of what Club Penguin was to people. 
Club Penguin was special, man. I mean, rest uh, in peace. Rest in peace to Club Penguin. When it though. shut down, when it shut down, I was heartbroken. Are you worried about are you worried about, you know, like that might be the oldest player in the league. You drafted him third. Yeah. No, I, I'm you know, I'm not too worried because he's he's gonna be our Haslam. He's gonna be the guy that keeps the other oh, guys God. going. He's gonna be the guy that keeps the other guys he takes going. Takes a roster spot yep, from someone exactly. that can play. <laughs> and and that's fine. And that's fine because we have culture. With Cash App on the wing, we're not worried about scoring points. We don't need Club Penguin to do that. All right. All right. Uh power forward. Now, this is my best athlete. This is my Giannis, if you will. Uh very uh good wingspan. Really just gonna fly down the lane, take off, dunk all over anybody who's standing down there. And I feel like they've really changed the travel game for me. So at my power four, give me Southwest app. Wow. I use it a lot. I make it, it makes it easy. I'm a list. So wow. Getting from the drop off to my gate takes about four minutes. That that's definitely a high flyer. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Gets a lot of miles. A lot yeah. of miles you for an time. American guy, but you know, that's okay. That South don't West. disrespect me like that. Shout out to Southwest, man. So American is probably the worst airline that there is. No, no. no yeah. Spirit. You never flown Spirit, is what you're saying. You never flown. No, yeah. I've flown Spirit. I'll take Spirit over American. See, okay. and this is in in time and time again. Dun, 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 you are a sick dun, dun, individual. Dun, dun, dun. Do you guys hear that, Alex? On the clock. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what that means either. Yeah. No, uh, I I like what you did there, Jay. Um, yeah. Thanks. I'm gonna go in a similar facet, not not a similar realm, but. At my power forward, I want someone that's uh, a really good slasher, basically. Uh, I need them. They've slimmed down. They're they're a lot quicker than their opponent. Um, so I need someone that can kind of impact on both sides of the court. And if you play fantasy football and you disagree with me on this point, then we have a problem. But the sleeper fantasy app over ESPN is just a monumental Upgrade. I'm hearing it's special. I'm hearing you know, it's special. You know, that's so relevant for some. There may or may not have been a motion. There may or may formal, not have been a motion. A formal motion might have been put into our league by someone on this chat. I don't know. Um, to switch from the ESPN app to the sleeper app. Now, are you guys doing honored, sleeper? Are you guys on sleeper this year? Oh. Not in that league, but I am in. I'm in seven leagues. So, so I'm. So I'm actually a Yahoo <laughs> yeah, guy. Dude, I, I told you he's a sicko. I told you I wasn't kidding, Luke. As a manager, man. I have a problem, but the sleeper app makes my life a lot easier. I'll just say that. it's just so nice. You can I, I put out a 10 team trade the other day. 10 team <laughs> I put out a 10 team trade. I was bored. I didn't expect anyone to accept it, but was it hilarious? Yeah, you can't do that on ESPN. No way. Um yeah, we're taking sleeper at the four for sure. Well so uh, Al, you're hilarious, bro. You might be the funniest <laughs> person alive. I'm just saying. So, I mean, he's like, he's like, I'm in seven leagues. Huh? <laughs> um, yo, so at my center, I need someone when stuff's coming to the basket, I want them to just swallow all that nonsense up. Um, oh, man, we're going to let that fly. We're going to go with not an app. Okay. But we're going to go with something that's all encompassing of what we're talking about here. I think we all have iPhones, right? 
So just yep. just give me Apple. Just give me the creators of the iPhone. Yeah, great pick. That's a great pick. That's, great pick. That's, that's a, a nice take. Special yeah. special pick there. That's, that's your Akeem Olajuwon, huh? Yeah, a do it all player. Yeah, it's nice quadruple wow. double right there. Oh, I love that pick. Uh, cool. At my center, um, Tommy mentioned them earlier. Um, I think he just didn't really give them enough credit for what they really do in the space. And, uh, you know, it's it's taken, uh, it's taken my life to new heights. So at the center, give me Venmo. Mm-hmm. Venmo. I love I, like it. I love the emojis in the uh, in the comments sections. And uh, I love that I re- can request and I can pay and I can remind. Good pick. Benmo. Good pick. Not knocking down shots like cash. At, at KI Hoops, if you're feeling generous out there, listeners. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, I'll oh, drop no. my I'll drop my Zell while we're at it. What? Zell's That's a special a... player, too. Man. Zell, Zell's good. Zell made its tryouts, but cash app, I mean, it's hard to argue with that. Uh, Zelda I'll, I'll speed. throw my five out. I'll throw my five out here. Uh, we've got an absolute, we've got an absolute communicator at the five. All right, this guy's loud. Uh, he's gonna anchor the defense. He's gonna make sure that his point guard's not getting cracked by screens. He's gonna, he's gonna wake everybody up, if you will. All right, give me the clock app. So I'm cool. using it daily. Um, <laughs> nice. That's, that's, uh, a, a that's like Ed Luke's weather pick. Like that's a good pick. That's a good addition. Funny. A good addition that's been paired with the clock app is actually the sleep, um, uh, the sleep bar on my phone. Where I can put my phone into sleep mode and my alarm automatically sets as soon as I do that. Just next level stuff, man. And that that goes to Alex pick. Shout out to Apple yeah. for making all this happen. Um, give me the clock app at the five. You know that's that's the bird man to my. Udonis Haslam down there. <laughs> oh my God, your team is got a ragtag. We've got a ragtag group of guys, man. But, but we get the job done. Yeah. Let me tell you. I feel like this is the 2012 uh, Celtics we're talking about right now. No, this is this is more like the 2003. That big Pistons. baby Davis and Nate this Robinson more like, out there. This is more like the 2003 2004 Pistons. Oh, they won a championship, led by Tayshawn Prince and. Was ben Wallace. This is so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is the crazy. ragtag group um, of fellows, guys. What can I say? Can I say? can't wait to see you coach them up. So my, uh, my five, I took a very, very, very eerily similar approach that Tommy did. My five's a communicator. Um, but we're in, a, we're in a, a world and in a game where, you know, English, Americans, it's, that's, the game is worldwide. You know, I need my I need my my communicator to be able to to function and talk all across the world. So give me WhatsApp. I think yeah. that's it's, a good call. Good call. It, good call. It, it's, I thought. It's, look, I think I think WhatsApp. Yeah. It, it you know when, it, unless you've really used WhatsApp for what it's used for, I look at it and think like. I'm just, I'm just text. I got iMessage. I got blue messages. Yeah, he just doesn't pass as well as iMessage. So, but like, I'm, I'm thinking long term. Like, we got international players trying to come play for my team, and I need someone that can communicate with them and help yeah. pull them in. So, give me WhatsApp uh, at the five. I like it. I like it. It's I good. like it. It's a good, it's a good chemistry guy there. Yeah. So my walk on, man. My walk on is something, and again, it, it, it kind of falls in that weather, that notes app, that that clock. App. It kind of the, the maps. It, it kind of falls in in, in that. 
that category. Again, we're in a world that, you know, electronics technology is taking over. Um, people don't carry their wallets around anymore. I want the wallet app. I want the wallet app mm. uh, on my phone. Apple Pay nice. is, is, is up right now. You know, people just love, boom, tapping the phone on there. You're good to go. Travel sure. light. So I got the wallet app. Um, and again, it's unless you truly utilize it, this is why I have it as the walk on. Unless you truly utilize it, I don't think you understand how like powerful it can be. So yeah, agreed. It's a good I pick. Like that. Good I pick. Like good pick. pick. Good pick. You know, um, what's Ty? What's the Ticonderoga saying over there? We're looking at our draft board right here. Yeah, we're gonna go with this guy. Um, this is this is a special one to me, man. Um, you know, I missed with Club Penguin with Alec and Luke. I hope I don't miss with this one, guys. I'm gonna keep it plain and simple. Give me old reliable, give me coolmathgames.com. Give me coolmathgames.com. Oh, we can totally see what your phone is used for. You sleep and you play games. This is no, no, but this isn't an app. This isn't an app. This isn't a website I'm using anymore. Uh, this is another old head that we want to bring into the camp. Um, you know, they might be calling us the, uh, the 2020, uh, three warriors, if you will. You know, we've got a lot of vets on the squad right now. That doesn't mean I don't believe. You have a lot of, doesn't mean I don't believe. Yeah. It means you got Chris Paul going on. Cool math games just did it all for me in middle school. It did it all for me in middle school. And when I was bored in high school too, pulled up to class. Probably bored in college too. Yeah. I I can't say I've (laughs) tapped into cool math yet in college got better things to do but uh definitely high school definitely high school i'll say the thing about that's how i know that gave it the so, edge. so you want to know i gotta say this this is this is how i know alex smart and went to caltech because alec definitely wasn't screwing around on coolmathgames.com in biology and chemistry class while i was playing block sores yeah. in my chemistry lab sorry mr hummel it's because um, it's it's because um Cool Math was like the only game website that wasn't blocked by all the, the like FCUSD yep. stuff and all that because there's actual math applications on it. So yep. that's why it flies. That was smart. I just want to play. Thanks, man. Um, my walk on. Uh, you know this guy again. He he's probably older than any of Tommy's players. Um, but you know he just really he really has one specific function and for whatever reason, I never delete this app and I always seem to find myself using it. I used it the other day. Um, you know, you, you're in a store, you're somewhere out in public and there's just a song playing. You're like, man, this song's good. I like this song. I'm vibing. I need to figure crazy. out what song this is. Let me hit that sound hound. Whoa. Sound Whoa. hound. Yeah. Not, Whoa, not that was not a miss. <laughs> Yeah, that was a sound miss. Hound. That took a turn. Yeah, that sucked. Why are you not? Jared, I'm telling you this right now. No. Nobody is voting for that. Yeah, That's dude, fine. I don't just care. Just throw down I'm Shazam gonna, for him, Luke. Just I, throw down I'm, Shazam I'm for getting, him. I'm getting Soundhound their flowers because it has a better, and this is for Al, a better algorithm than Shazam and tracks songs and lyrics better. And then it stores them in a history part of the actual app. That's big. Which, does Shazam do that? No. Yeah, but once you look up a song and you add it to your library, Soundhound. There we go, TDB. Shout out Soundhound. I'm giving them their flowers. That's my walk on. Good for Soundhound, man. Look, probably the the most they've been talked about in the last 10 years. So good for Soundhound. Maybe 15. 
Maybe we can get a Soundhound sponsorship off of this one. Yeah, I don't Maybe. know that they're we giving those out. Be, we would only be so lucky. Don't Sound know Hound. that they're giving those out. I just downloaded. Um, go ahead and you know talk to our people over at Walk On Pod Management, uh, and you know we'll get you set up. Yeah, Luke and management. <laughs> yeah, go talk to him. Uh, wow, it may or may not be my email. I don't know. <laughs> um, well, guys, last pick of the draft here. He, thinking about it, you guys probably should have taken this one. Uh, really close, near and dear to my heart. Started working there about two weeks ago. Um, but give me the whatnot app because it's sick. And as soon as I start working there, I'm on it constantly. If you don't know what it is, it's a marketplace um, with live stream selling shows. So a lot of collectibles, uh, sports cards, there's women's fashion. You can get sneakers. Uh, if you're into Legos, you know, those are popular. Um, all sorts of collectible stuff, but they'll have like. Speaking of sponsorships, Al. Yeah. Is this a pitch? Like, are you pitching oh. us right now? Oh. Because if so, we're saying yes. I don't think I have any uh, <laughs> muscle in that department. Put, put so, your people in touch with our people. Yeah, so this yeah. episode sponsored by the Whatnot app and uh, your, our good friends over at SoundHound. Yeah, thank you for <laughs> listening in, guys. <laughs> that's, that's money right there. I don't know. Man. Yeah, that was good. I'll take that. Good take, though. Good take, though. Yeah, that's um, a great I'm, take. I love yeah, it. I'm aware of the WhatNot app. Um, yeah. It's, it's a good app. It's a good app. Here we go. I hope I can make it better uh, in these coming weeks and months as I'm ramping up. Al, we talked about Tori earlier. Tori mm-hmm. was a great golfer. She had offers for people that know, college offers to golf. She was nice. Than- yeah. What other, what, so when you say she had offers for golf, do you think, what do you think people like? You didn't have to specify college offers. I feel like, like I feel okay, like my bad, us... my bad. Well, she could have an offer plan at LPGA. I don't know. She could the LPGA <laughs> invite is what he's saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. My fault. Yeah, the colleges were calling. There you go. Tor had greater things to do. Um, Al, I know you've been dabbling a little bit, but I just want to give you some advice. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about them. They didn't end up in my five. I. They they were right there, but I felt like I could mention them here. So golf now can get me a tee time. Really? But it can't get me any birdies. So I'm going to stay grinding with my 50 chips a night to make sure I don't end up on a Zyre golf fight. Wow. What did he just say? <laughs> and that's Jared Allen Poe. Is that, that was did, impressive. The poetry. How long did it take him to write that? Is what I want to know. Yeah, I, I always. You I never mean, know. Clearly, clearly, Alec hasn't seen the Nay episode yet. Um, I'm gonna drop that. What those bars came straight. I'm gonna to drop me that. I'm gonna drop that link for you, Alec. From God so you can himself. listen to that. For herself, <laughs> apparently. You guys are crazy. I um, one of these days, I'm gonna have to put together a montage of all Jared's rhymes. Would love that. that. I would. It's gonna be quite the project, that. but um, yeah, it's gonna take you a while. But and that might be a two-year special or something. Yeah, or uh, or episode 100 special. Yeah, episode 100 special would be a good one. Oh, um, we'll see. Thanks, Al. We appreciate yeah. you, man. Al, appreciate you, brother. Thanks for having me on, guys. Tuck team been, for life, man. Yeah. Quite a comedic episode, if you ask me. I'm uh, definitely a fan of what, what was brought to the table here. So we wish you the best of luck on your endeavors with the WhatNot app. And yeah, WhatNot. Hit, hit us up. Uh, 
if there's if there's anything we know you do, it's it's help everybody around you and win and succeed. So we know we know great things are on the way, brother. So appreciate you coming on, man. Yep, As always, favorite walk-ons. We're walking out. <laughs>